Kesha and Debbie Gibson. Seriously. Oh, they're both blonde. They, they just both they, have long blonde. Somebody hair. had an somebody had an assignment to come up with ten somethings. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, okay, well, yeah, okay. So Bono and Robin Williams, Will Ferrell, and that guy from Red Hot Chili Peppers. And, and uh, are you sure we can I just do two? Hey, 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 boss. Hey, sk- hey, skip. Can mm-hmm. I just do two? No, it's got to be ten. How about three? <laughs> ten. <laughs> Four. <laughs> What's a Skrillex? What's a what's a Skrillex? <laughs> Typing that into Google. It sounds, I'm guessing sounds it's like, like some, EDM. It sounds like some alien it's a being rapper from or, Guardians or, or, of the Galaxy. EDM guy. Skrillex. Episode 285. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy on uh, some internet communication software that no one likes. <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And here we are. Yeah. Well, when I when I do that intro where I yell, you know, uh-huh. loud enough that I have to move the microphone away from my mouth, it really irritates the He's got a rough life. Yeah. Also, he's been pooping a lot lately, so mm. hopefully he can make it through this episode. He had <laughs> diarrhea all over his little butt. He's white. He's a white-colored dog, so which is good, I guess, because then you can see it and you know you have a problem <laughs> that needs to be taken care of before he jumps up on the furniture, as opposed sits, to having sits a, in your lap. Yeah. The, as opposed to having a, a brown poop, dog, poop brown-colored dog. <laughs> What's that smell? Like for, all, for all we know, on The Simpsons, Santa little, Santa's little helper has been walking around with poop butt yeah. the whole run of the show, for all we know. Why do I have melted chocolate on my pants? I wasn't eating anything with chocolate. Oh, my God. Oh. I, I had a Kit Kat yesterday. <laughs> but I was wearing different pants. How did that happen? Let's talk to our guest. I've got Dungeon Master's Guide. You love him. He's Ray. He's back. Hi, Ray. Hey, Craig. How are you? I'm okay. Mike's here, too. Hi, Ray. Welcome back. Hi, Mike. Thank you. Uh, Mike, that douchebag. (laughs) (laughs) No, I get it. (laughs) You've come to grips with that? (laughs) My my finger slipped. Sure. (laughs) Cut the music off a little too fast. You've had 40 years to come to terms with that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the first three were just sailing, sailing by, oblivious, ignorant, blissful. <laughs> only the first three? Yeah, well, he's 43. Yeah. Well, so that's it, what I'm saying, a, but, you know, thing, only the first three was sailing by, ignorant, and blissful? Yeah. Mike's, Mike's There's this thing out. called addition, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. I'm just, I had to know my <laughs> colors. Have, well, having I'm having a, a bag, child right? that's eight right now. And then, oh boy! You know, yeah, she's turned eight. Does she, I, does she talk like the kids on South Park did for the first several seasons? No, before they turned nine. Which I'm surprised because <laughs> yeah. you know I talk like the kids on South Park. Still, that was third grade. Was when I learned all those interesting words on the playground. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, everybody well, had that one friend. <laughs> mine, I think that... mine was named Garth. 
I'm not kidding. <laughs> Mine, uh, there were two at my school, Tom and Andy, but they were basically Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, uh, I think they do a pretty good job of shutting that stuff down at, <laughs> at school. Um, and maybe even, even overly so. They got um, those NSA quality listening devices everywhere. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so it's with with your kid, it's going to be just like Ralphie in Christmas Story, where it's like, where did he learn learn those words? Well, probably one of his friends at school, and you know, look at the moms right. on the phone, like, <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> where did he? And Ralphie says he learned those words from your son. Or what was the? No, he, he, she asked the question. Where, where do you think he? Where do you think he told me he and learned she, that? And, and, and she, she says, said, from his father. <laughs> no, from your oh, son. What? <laughs> and then we hear the sounds of a child yeah. being beaten. Yeah. In the background. No, no, what I do? No, no, what I do? Mom, what I do? That was uh Flick. No, that wasn't Flick. It was the other one. What was his name? Oh, I can't believe I can't remember that guy's name. It was Flick and Beaver. Schwartz. Okay. Schwartz. That was Schwartz. Right, right. Okay, anyway. Beaver. No, it was Whitey. No, it was Gilbert. No, 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 no. That was the early episodes. It was Larry Mondello. Was screech. Standing there eating an apple. It was Screech. Screech. It was Gooch. Screech. Is he still in jail in it was Milwaukee? Boner. It was Skippy. Didn't Screech <laughs> stab somebody on like Christmas Eve in Milwaukee and end up in jail in Wisconsin? In Wisconsin? Yeah, Is he he's... still there? Probably not. No. That was a while he's ago. He's out probably doing stand-up talking about how much of a jag all the other kids in Saved by the Bell were to him. Because apparently that's the thing, is they really did treat him like the outsider. Yeah. Um, what happened to Tiffany Thiessen? And, and, what happened to her? She was and on why did she get rid of her middle name? I don't know. And who is that, that other guy? Dawson Vandercreek? <laughs> he does stuff. He makes fun of himself. He's I like him. He played him. He played. Yeah, he a, plays. He plays versions of himself. The douchebaggy version of himself yeah. in uh, "Don't Trust the Bee" in Apartment Twenty Three. Oh, I didn't see that. I oh missed, my god! I can't believe I missed one. Oh, you got to go find that on Hulu or Netflix okay. or something. It's spectacular. He's <laughs> he's just kind of this self-absorbed version of himself. You like like my name for him, Dawson Vandercreek. <laughs> it acknowledges his fame from Dawson's Creek, yeah. but it also rhymes with his real name. It also you know because he's uh, he's Danish. <laughs> he 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 speaks uh he speaks uh Dutch. Yeah. Okay, Ray. We're, we're not ch- we're, we're rolling on stupid yeah. inside jokes here. We apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake up, Ray. Wake up. <laughs> let's let's rock and roll, I guess. What's news Craig mine's not open yet. <laughs> um you're a fan of the good place. Mike. I love the good place. Ray, have you seen the good place? I have not. Ooh. You have heard of it, though, yes? That's a, that no. the, that, that's a no. Sure. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold, on. He's... Hold on. Accessing. Accessing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm imagining this little scroll of stuff uh-huh. in front of his eye that he's looking it's kind at. Of, kind of like the Terminator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is, is, is that the show where the lady dies and she's a complete douchebag? Yep. And yeah. she, that's a good way to and, describe it. She ends up in the good place. Yeah, with the, the bartender not, not, from Cheers. <laughs> with the bartender. Wow. <laughs> yeah, also known as Ted Danson. Yes. That's yeah, Chris, Kristen Kristen Bell. Um there's been bartender there, from Cheers could refer to um coach or or Woody or, uh, or Woody. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I was I was referring to um Sam uh, 
Ted Danson. Yeah. Yes. Dawson. Ted Dawson Dansenberg Burger. Okay. Yes. Well, anyway. Dan, Dan, Danson Vander Creek. And, oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Danson Vander Cheers. That's a great name. It's going to be my porn name. Danson Vander Cheers. I'm still going with Buck Wild. Uh, <laughs> with, with an E at the end. Buck Wild. Buck Wildy. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, she's. So, yeah. Kristen Bell. She, Kristen Bell. She's on the good place. She plays Eleanor Shellstrop. Shellstrop. That's another great name. <laughs> um, Is that Dutch? Well, she's also well known for having played another TV role. Many years ago, uh, kind of where she got her name. Where Veronica she got big. Mars. She was Veronica Mars. Yeah, I never watched. Yeah, that. yeah. Well, that's coming I didn't back. Watch to, it either. That's coming back to eight episodes on Hulu. Didn't that already come back? And they a did a movie? movie. Okay. Yep. So Hulu's going to do like a limited series where they're going to uh, regroup with uh, Veronica Mars, and I imagine all the other cast members are the ones that are still alive. Oh no! No, no, no! Characters died. Mike, calm down. Oh, okay. Characters were killed. Although they can, they did flashbacks with. Uh, um, characters who were dead all the time <laughs> but uh yeah so for those of you who uh, liked the teen sleuth genre which does not get enough love outside of scooby-doo um and we all know you know scooby-doo is just a it's just a vehicle for pot jokes um because <laughs> it's just the same formula over and over uh yeah. at least you know veronica myers had good overarching mysteries throughout the series, you know, throughout the seasons, um, and then individual mysteries each episode or every two episodes or so. So yeah, coming back for a little, a little run. And the, and because, uh, the good place is just a 13 episode show. They could conceivably do good place in the fall. Veronica Mars in the spring until Kristen Bell dies yep as far as i'm concerned and in between she can do uh commercials for those exploding samsung washing machines with, with her husband <laughs> notice how those stopped <laughs> don't see those anymore <laughs> so, aye, aye, aye. for those of you who are fans i'm looking forward to it It'd be should be fun um cool i'm i'm a little distanced i haven't watched veronica myers in a while i i enjoyed it quite a bit when i did watch it hopefully um, it will age with me, you know, it won't be teen angsty kind of stuff. It'll be right. You know, not like, so much young adult anymore. I guess Kristen Bell is probably in her thirties now, but you know, Veronica Mars may, may still be 28 or 29 in the show when they bring her back. He's got to be pushing 40. Kristen Bell. Yeah. No, I have a hard time believing that she pulled off, uh, you know, 16 <laughs> at, at age 28. Well, if only uh, there was a, a vehicle that we could look this up and find out almost instantaneously. If, if only we had perhaps, access, perhaps something to an that you could unlimited access. amount of information, <laughs> a, 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 a web of information that spans the world wide that we all access from uh, devices that we keep in our pockets. Kristen oh. Bell was born on July eighteenth, nineteen eighty. So she's eight years younger than me. She's thirty. Oh, crap. pushing forty. Good for you. Well, I don't have anything. Where to would you draw that, that line? Like what Mike just like, Mike how, just won how the, young, the whole episode. So I don't Mike know. wins. How how young could she have been and still considered to be pushing forty, thirty seven? Like if she was thirty six, you wouldn't say pushing forty, you would say that's mid thirties. Thirty seven, I would say is mid thirties. No. Thirty eight, she's in late thirties now. Yeah, absolutely. There's not there you can't say late thirties does not only encompass two years. Eight sure and does. nine. Sure it does. It's gotta at least be seven, eight, and nine. No. Early 30s, so when you're 30, 
Nope. Two. Nope. You're no longer in your early 30s. You're in your mid 30s at 32. Yes. I'm dying based, on, based that, on that. I'm dying logic. on this. You're going to die on that hill. Okay. Ray, how do you feel? Um, I would call 32 early 30s. Thank you. No, nope, I, I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's a hard line. I think. I think it's kind of. I think it's kind of a, a spectrum, you know, kind of squishy. Yeah, yeah, because you know it also depends on. Uh, there's there's some over there's significant overlap. Yeah. Yeah. We need to convene a council, perhaps with Kevin, because <laughs> he has he often has questions. Kevin like this. Council, <laughs> yes, <laughs> where we can hash oh, out all great these idea. all these issues. We should try to get him and uh, and the wife to come down here sometime. Sure, and we'll I'm get, him, actually we'll get him on. We'll get him on for like three or four hours, and we'll just we'll just crack through all of these things that he has <laughs> issues with, and we'll make rulings, and we'll put it out on the internet for everybody. Sure, we can have guests come on for like a half an hour at a pop. <laughs> We'll put a bunch of we'll put a bunch of the those uh, extra hours in the bank, sure, and have like the the Council of Kevin, Volume One, Two, Good and Lord. Three. What else is news? What? It's episode two eighty five. Eighty five, two eighty five, back to eighty five. Let's go back to nineteen eighty five. Wait, no, this is the wrong music for that. Let's go back to eighteen eighty five. <laughs> okay yes that's right as you're listening to this on the wednesday after labor day 2018 um this weekend in fact starting i think on friday you can go back to 1885 a fan adventure and see a screening of back to the future part three on <laughs> on and this is they have interesting wording for this something along the lines of on the location where the set was where it was filmed <laughs> because of course the set is gone sure they tore that down no they tore down the clock tower they didn't let them keep the clock tower they let them keep the rest of the set which was in a location where universal studios had a bunch of other western looking things and sure. that train track that runs through there with the old locomotives uh the historic locomotive system that's in that area right. and um and then in the mid 90s there was a lightning storm weirdly <laughs> really <laughs> lightning struck that property oh and god i was gonna say I burned it struck all the clock down tower? oh well no they had already wow. taken down the clock tower but it destroyed everything that was there it burned everything the entire thing like if you if you go look at pictures of it now it's all like scrub brush there aren't even any trees wow well there's like little trees now because it's been 20 years but yeah it's like it's 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 another in a series of everything that's Back to the Future ends up getting burned, or, like the or left to rot in the right. in the sun like the original like the car, the main uh, you know the courthouse square on Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. I think that burned at least twice, if not three times. <laughs> burned everything but the clock tower, which of course they like screwed up for some stupid CW show, and it doesn't even look anything like it used to. <laughs> So anyway. I can go watch Back to the Future Part Three in the middle of won't I nowhere. Be, won't I be lost? Northern California. If I haven't seen the first two, <laughs> will I be confused? <laughs> well, you missed those screenings <laughs> that happened, or that I could watch like mm-hmm. on the device that I keep in my pocket right now, probably for free yep. on They're, some um, service. Yeah, so it's kind of a weird mashup. They're recreating the uh, Pohatchee. Uh, uh, drive-in theater that was located in Monument Valley 
Okay. In Arizona. As we've discussed before, the uh, geography around Hill Valley, California, is extremely varied. Sure. <laughs> Everything from mountainous, cold areas where in November everybody has to wear puffy vests all the way to uh all the way to the desert sure <laughs> of Arizona and uh yeah so, so they're recreating the drive-in and they're having a drive-in movie experience in the middle of the place where they had the old west hill valley okay ray you've seen the back to the futures yes oh, oh yeah um what i think they should do is you're going to be at a, at a drive-in, right? So you're going to be in your car facing the screen and watching the movie. And at the moment when Marty suddenly is, is driving his car and he gets to 1885 and there's Indians coming at him, excuse me, Native Americans coming at him, that's when they need to unleash Native American actors on horseback <laughs> to ride past your car as you're watching. Okay. It's the music from the Indians. Yes. And I'm done talking about that. So I don't know. <laughs> do, you, do you agree? Would that be? That would be awesome. Would that be fun? You're sitting there watching it. All of a sudden, it's flash of light. And there's, you know, guys, shirtless guys on horseback coming out With of the bows screen. And, arrows and then shooting from, them from, at you. From underneath the screen. Sure. No, they, just, they just run past you. Oh, they, 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 they just all go just between aisles, all the cars. Between yeah. the aisles. Just sure. go running past you. Kick up a bunch of dust. <laughs> what the hell was you that? Know, could be an immersive Where did they come cow? from? It's like a bunch of doors open up from underneath the screen. That would be kind of cool. But somehow I think that the Native American Council would take issue with that um, (laughs) that imagery. Yeah, they might also take uh, issue with um, the names of the ticket levels. Uh Uh-oh. For $20, you get the regular Indian ticket. Mm. Includes admission and parking plus a collectible souvenir event ticket. Or or the big chief ticket for thirty dollars. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm pretty much guaranteed they'd take issue with that. Which adds well, an exclusive. Not necessarily. It's not derogatory. It's just that's those are just words from their language. You know, so what they called their leader. I mean it, Yeah, it's, it's not, not derogatory. No, no. They're not portraying them as savages. Right. On the tickets, right? They don't have like you know a little cartoon. Well, we don't know of, that. I don't see of a, of a Native American scalping somebody. I don't or something see an image of the ticket. Like here, so. No, it's just a it's a name. Well, what's funny is it's uh it's the main night, the night of the sh- of the movie is Saturday, September eighth, which is the date of the Hill Valley Festival in the movie. Was Saturday, September eighth, eighteen eighty five. It just happens wow. to line up perfectly. Um, no, the uh, Big Chief ticket adds an exclusive event bumper sticker, plus a hot dog and drink. Come hungry. <laughs> there was um, there Most were expensive like expensive hot dog and drink. Two hundred and something dollar VIP tickets that you could have bought, but for the entire weekend, but they sold out. What they didn't come up with a funky name for VIP? Hmm. Had to keep VIP because that's how you know it's really cool. I don't know. Yeah, they're gonna have the clock there. For you to have your picture taken with? Oh, that's worth it. A black and can I? Can, will they dress me up in old timey garb and uh, I can? And it's as is the photo black and white. Um, it better be. Yeah, yeah. From six to nine p.m. is the Hill Valley Festival, uh, which begins with the clock dedication ceremony, after which citizens can pose for an old timey portrait. Perfect. Because I want to stand next to the clock on the same side that Doc was and be all stiff. Like he was in the photo, because mm-hmm. Doc can't take it's a like, good photo to save his life. 
It's yeah. either it's he looks all, like he just got an electric shock all and of his, frozen. All place. of his photos in the movies are either him looking really uncomfortable or him looking crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have a nice. I wonder what his driver's license looks like. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> oh. Did you say that that the Hill Valley Festival was Saturday, September eighth, eighteen eighty five? Um, that's what the image, uh, the screenshot that they posted here says. I'm guessing that's well, not actually what? that's not real. Um, September Saturday. Did you scroll back in your in your phone calendar? Because I have done this and, and debunked September movie dates. Fifth was a Saturday. Who cares? Yeah. Well, now I'm not going. Well, now yeah, I'm wondering I, if they just photoshopped the the screenshot to change the banner. Maybe it was September 5th in the movie. I don't know. <clears throat> Still kind of neat to get your photo taken next to the clock. If you're if you're a geek like that, that'd be fun. Oh, in uh yeah, that was where I did that. I debunked a date on the tombstone uh, the uh, Janae's tombstone in Forrest Gump <laughs> at the end oh, when he's talking to her under the tree and uh and telling her how, oh, he's just so smart, Jenny, he's so smart. <laughs> but little Forrest. And you it di- says... You died on a Tuesday. Right. He says, <laughs> you died on a Tuesday. And I looked up the date, and it's a Saturday. Because <laughs> you can scroll back forever in your, in your calendar on your phone. Sure. Well, good work. <laughs> so I scroll back to 1982, well, whatever that date was. Well done, movie detective. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he sir. Just, he just gave me a salute. <laughs> uh, Ray, did you bring any interesting tidbits? Any news? From any the, news? From the nerd well, world? you know, sure, sure. I don't know about this. If this qualifies under the nerd world, I guess uh, a certain type of nerd world. But um, there's a uh, this this kind of caught my attention this past week. <clears throat> Apparently, there are hybrid super snakes loose in Florida now. Awesome. Oh, I think I heard about this. Yeah. So they're, Super um, snake. yeah, yeah, Super they're, snake. they're, uh, they've got, you know, people get snakes, right? And then they As get pets, too big sure. for them. Yep. Right. And then they yep. get too big for them and then they release them into the wild. Well, so, you know, Florida essentially has two climates, one which is, uh, wet, uh, and, and, and not really climates, but, you know, uh, environmental areas right so you've got a, a wet area and then you get kind of a dry area so apparently these these hybrid snakes <clears throat> can exist in either oh no oh excellent they're um, not, they're not <clears throat> limited to the everglades right and there's a picture of this guy standing next to one next to his truck and the snake is got is, is like as long as his truck and Ugh. Yeah, it's like it, twenty huge. feet. <laughs> yeah, um, and you know, and, and looking at the size, the, the the girth of the snake is is really quite scary. Um, now, how girthy is it? What kind of a snake is it? Is it a, is it a constricting <laughs> snake? Is that a real yes. problem? Oh, see, there you go. That's the issue. Yeah. Yep. When it's that They're big, pythons. And it, I mean. <sighs> Because if you, you know, you got the constricting snakes and then you got the poisonous bitey snakes and then you got the ones that their their move, as it were, is just slowly swallowing you. Now, you have right. to be really lazy to get killed by one of those. <laughs> right. Now, have you ever seen a constricting snake strike so that it can constrict? It's it's amazingly fast. Well, the thing's um, one big muscle. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. When so they go, they go. This, this is a <laughs> they save it all up between... for one quick movement. If it's if your survival depends on it, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Ray, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's interbreeding between Burmese and Indian pythons. Oh, it's two different pythons. Yes. It's a hybrid python. It's a Bindian yep. Bindian python. It's a it's a python. <laughs> a pythbrid. No. I don't know. A hybron? No, that doesn't that doesn't work. I'll keep trying. I, I, I like I like Bindian. <laughs> Bindian Bindian super snake. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Oh, um so have has anybody been uh, attacked by any any of these uh, hybrid super snakes? Hybrid super super snake. Uh not According to this article, um, they're just concerned about it being, um, uh, you know, if, if it's a, you know, because they've got like 400, spe- they've got 400 snakes they've captured. And out of the 400, 13 of them have turned out to be uh, the, these hybrid snakes. And genetically, they're, uh, they, they're all like first and second cousins, which means oh, that no. they're essentially, they're creating, you know, they've created their own. Um, their own new species by interbreeding. <laughs> kind of like the royal family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, yes. That's, I'm, that's why they had to grab an American and inject I, some, some fresh DNA in there, right? I, I, I was prevented from <laughs> laughing <laughs> by the pure amazement of how <laughs> it was Mike was all one big muscle. He made that joke and his whole body just shot over to the to the drumsticks in time to hit that rim shot that, that drum sting um that was that was impressive sir you were on top of your game thank you that, that was uh... i imagine what happened was he made a joke <laughs> and then in his mind we're gonna slow this down in his a mind, chemical reaction well in his mind he said i've got i can do a drum sting and the yeah, body said, much. let's do it right away. Let's not fumble around. That all happened in about a millisecond. And then, boom, he was on the drums. Yeah. I can get to the actual drumsticks a lot faster than I can get to the, the sound effect. You need to have them in a phone. holster. <laughs> like a little holster over there. They have, can... though. They make those. Sure. It's like a, it's like a quiver that, yeah. you, that you attach to your, somewhere in your drum set that carry holds yeah. all your extra yep. sticks. Because you're, you know, you're sweaty when you're playing and you're sure. like... You'll lose one, they or throw you'll them into th- the crowd. You'll throw them in, on, you know, on oh, they purpose, break or they too. break. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, there are. Um, not sure if they're shareholder or if they're just regular, but I can get Green Bay Packer drumsticks. Sure. Which I didn't realize. I just bought regular old Vic Firth drumsticks when I needed these. But I could get like, I own a piece of the pack. I am a shareholder. Green Bay Packer drumsticks. Speaking of drummer, if I wanted to. Speaking of drummers, is something I saw on on uh, Jim on uh, Kimmel. No, not Kimmel. On um, Adam Carolla, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, the other on, Jimmy. Uh, the, Tonight okay. Show, the Tonight Show. So those the other the other man show guy. Um, he had Will Ferrell on, <laughs> sitting next to like they were sitting you know right next to the desk, sitting next to and I don't know his name, but the drummer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Chad something. Yes, who looks just like Will Ferrell. Oh yeah, that, isn't that amazing? Like they're Freak, aging, they're, they're so. aging together, kind of like it's um, concurrent ex- evolution. Yes, exactly how <laughs> how um, Bono and and Robin Williams were aging to the same person right. before Robin Williams died. So they decided that apparently there's they they made up the idea that there's like this uh this disagreement 
long-standing feud about who's the better drummer. <laughs> <laughs> so they had the Can two Will of them Ferrell go out. drum. Yeah. Oh wow. And they went out and they both sat down in drum kits and they started and they did like a, they had like they each did like five short solos and they would go back and forth. <clears throat> and Will Ferrell, you know, like Will Ferrell was good. He was okay. He was solid. You know, the the Chad or whatever his name is from the Chili Peppers, of course. Each each solo got progressively more complex. You know, and it was like, okay, clearly this is a guy that's been drumming for 35 years. Chad Smith. Yes. And I don't remember that being his last name. <laughs> Will Ferrell You're gets... You're right. He does look like Will Ferrell. Yeah. Will Ferrell gets to his last his last solo and his drumsticks go flying and I'm waiting for this him to do this shtick about like, you know, well, I can't finish. It's not a fair contest. Bloody, bloody, blah, you know. <laughs> but instead, he reaches down behind, behind the drum set and pulls out a cowbell <laughs> and starts hitting the cowbell and the rest of the Red Hot Chili Peppers come up on the stage no. from behind and they play Don't Fear the Reaper. Awesome. <laughs> Christopher Walken, though? No, Christopher Walken? No, no, Christopher Walken did not come in and ask for more cowbell. Because that would have put that over the top. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, man, Fallon, you dropped the ball. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing, I'm looking at screenshots. They've, they're wearing the exact same outfit. Yeah. Yeah, and they do look a lot of... Uh -huh. And Will Ferrell holds, he holds his own. He does okay. He's, you know, he's clearly not just, you know, he's doing basic beats, but there's a little bit of complexity to it, and he does some fills. Um, you know, then of course Chad is like <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, the the drummer uh, Chad guy has more gray. It looks like than Will Ferrell does. Although Will Ferrell is getting more gray. Yeah, he's, he's getting, eventually they will become older. the same person. Yes, they will meld together. <laughs> <laughs> wow, are there any other musician and actor? combos like that it's weird if, that... if only there were a way to search for such a thing while i talk well, i don't about, know how what you would type in while i talk that. about this nerd uh this nerd story guess who's 40 years old right about now not Kristen bell yet yeah. but she's close not stop me stop it <laughs> what not, <laughs> not me not you're, you're well you're, you're you're well under 40 hey 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 <laughs> careful <laughs> um introduced in 1978 there was a uh, a policeman a knight a doctor an astronaut and about a dozen others that were all introduced in the same year any idea what i'm talking about a policeman a knight a doctor an astronaut and a bunch of others yeah about a dozen or so more in 1978 they all have smiles on their faces in oh, fact God. they have the exact same smile oh, no, on their I don't faces know what this is. the lego minifig the little dude with the movable arms and the oh. hands that can hold stuff. Okay. And the and the, that, the, that, the pants you can pull off. <laughs> the legs you can pull off. That eventually became an animated uh, movie. Yeah. Characters. Well, they had, for a couple of years before that, they had like kind of figure-ish type things. But like what we think of as the minifig with the little hands that twist, you know, and arms and legs yeah, that move yeah. and everything. That's the minifig. They're 40 years old. Wow. There have been a lot of those things made. <laughs> A lot, a lot. There are. Now, there's a new, uh, like my daughter collects these uh, Lego elves sets, and then they've got Lego friends that are, you know, they're sets that are kind of geared more towards girls. Um, and My niece the, has a few of those. Yeah, the, the I figures didn't buy them from those at all. are a little different. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, same basic concept, but just they're a little bit different. They're taller, they're thinner. Um, yeah, they're a little more, well, they're intended for younger kids. So they're a little bigger, you know, because the, in the play set that you build with it, 
is a little, you know, is larger. It's, you know, you don't have to have. Teams. Oh, you're, you're thinking, no, you're thinking of Lego juniors, Lego elves and Lego friends are the same bricks that come in the normal stuff that would come with minifigs. I'm that's exactly what I'm talking about because I've bought these for my niece. Yes. But everything's a little tall. It's not it, like the, the playset is like the, you know, the figures are a little taller. The playset, like the room that you build. Is oh, bigger. It's saying. got. It's more yes. bricks. It's taller. It's not. Right. You know, right. Du- not. I'm not talking like Duplos style. Okay. But yeah, it's just. It's just. You know. It. There's more. It's a little bit bigger, so you can have a little more detail. You can have a little more little stuff. You know, to put like if there's like a little flower shop or whatever. You know, whatever. Yep. Ridiculous little yep. place that you're dealing with. You know, there's just bakery. You can, you can put more stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, bakery, whatever. Pizza she, shop. She's, she's got a few of them. Pizza shop mm, with a little circular pizza with the. Pizza yep. painted on it, the little, yep. the circular and two it, by two, and it, and it came with like a little uh, a little uh, three wheeler pizza, you know, city pizza delivery cart, sure. bike thing. <laughs> that most most kids are going on like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> anybody that doesn't live in like one of the three biggest cities in the country, everybody's like, huh? anybody that doesn't live in New York City or maybe Chicago, yeah. <laughs> L.A., Boston. Okay. Uh, article from rollingstone.com. Uh, there were two more. One was a really bad long list and one was a shorter list that looked good, but they both had those annoying, um, pop-up ads that like obscured everything. So I clicked out of those celebrity doppelgangers. These famous folks look like they could be twins. Right. Um, here first we have, uh, well, obviously they have Chad Smith and Will Ferrell. I haven't scrolled all the way down yet. Um, but first up is Amy Winehouse and Lady Gaga. Think about okay. it, and I will show Craig the photo. Um, I I guess I under. I, I mean, those two pictures right. that w- look of Lady Gaga's, where she looks more like her actual self and less. Yeah, like a it's weird like character. it's a little hard to make that judgment unless you show me the photo when right. it's somebody who constantly changes how they look. You know, does all sorts of crazy hair and makeup okay. stuff and clothes. <laughs> Corey Feldman and and I I've heard I've heard of this person. I've never seen a picture of uh, him. Skrillex. I don't know what Skrillex is. I guess that's a musician. <laughs> but yeah, they. You're, you're so 43. Bono and Robin Williams. Yeah. Um, um, Amy Winehouse and Lady Gaga again. Oh, I guess that was the first one. Andrew Lincoln and Father John Misty. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is, but he looks like Jim Morrison. He should have just put Father John Misty next to Jim Morrison. Yeah, fair enough. Or Val Kilmer. Howie Mandel and Jimmy Stafford from Train, and mostly that's um, they're bald and have the same weird sculpted facial hair. <laughs> yeah, you can't just take two bald white, you know, cue ball types and say, "Oh, they look so much alike," just because they. We we put a lot of emphasis on hair, on recognizing people, but you know, in 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 great part because of their hair, such that. I've learned that if you change the hair, if, if if you change the hairstyle of like there'll be an actress, like a Hollywood actress that I've seen in multiple movies that I see online in ads, all this stuff all the time. Yeah, you change the hairstyle. I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Sure, the worst one is Zoe Deschanel. You get rid of bangs, I couldn't recognize her. I couldn't pick her out of a lineup if my life depended on. That was one. Uh, that was the first one in one of bangs. those other lists. It was a uh, uh, Zoe Deschanel. Zoe, <laughs> and that's how it's spelled. And <laughs> And uh, now I don't remember who she, they were comparing her well, to. Well, then it's Zooey Desk but Channel. It was, but it was Zooey Desk Channel. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they were comparing her to other um, actresses and or musicians that had um, 
dark hair with bangs. <laughs> okay, anyway. Which was kind of lazy. It, like this next pairing, Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's not really trying. I mean, they're va- they vaguely look like each other from squinting, but... If you would show me the picture of one of them, I would name them, and it would be the wrong one. But that's only because I don't know twenty, you know, twenty-something pop stars. Okay, Kesha and Debbie Gibson. Seriously, oh, they're both blonde. They, they just, both they, have long blonde. Somebody hair. had an somebody had an assignment to come up with ten somethings. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, okay, well, yeah, okay. So Bono and Robin Williams, Will Ferrell, and that guy from Red Hot Chili Peppers, and. and uh, are you sure we can I just do two? Hey, 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 boss. Hey, sk- hey Skip. Can mm-hmm. I just do two? No, it's got to be ten. How about three? <laughs> ten. <laughs> Four? What's a Skrillex? What's a, what's a Skrillex? <laughs> Typing that into Google. It sounds, I'm guessing sounds it's like, like EDM. Some... It sounds like some alien it's a being rapper from or, Guardians or, of the Galaxy. EDM guy. Skrillex. What is a Skrillex? It does sound like a, like a science fiction alien. It's an electronic musician. EDM. Bam. Sonny John Moore. Is that the real name? Professionally as Skrillex. <laughs> electronic dance producer, DJ, singer, songwriter, and musician. Anyway. Don't care. <laughs> Closing that. <laughs> Closing that tab and moving. What else is news? That's it for Legos. I think that was... Happy uh, birthday, Lego minifig. Oh, hey, speaking of uh, birthdays and anniversaries, Uh-oh. you know what today is, right, Craig? As we record this September 1st. I'm going to feel like an idiot. I don't know. You didn't look at your Facebook this morning. Uh, or you didn't. You just ignored it and just, didn't care. I just don't care. Or he did, and thanks to the screwy Facebook algorithms... <laughs> I didn't see the thing. Yeah. Um, or or I'll get notified later. Yeah. That happens too. Like somebody's birthday. First thing in the morning is like, oh, there's nobody's got a birthday today. And then it'll be like mm-hmm. 10 or 11 o'clock. I'll get them a little notification. It's so-and-so's birthday. Wish them well. Happy birthday, exclamation mark. And then they like it. And then you move on with the rest of your day. <laughs> right? That's pretty much how that works. More or less. That's the pattern we've Although fallen into. not everybody gets an exclamation mark. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> Everyone gets one for me until next March when Craig has his next birthday and I leave <laughs> off the punctuation. Shall I, shall I do this then? Shall I tell you how I, um, I favor people by giving them happy birthday photo memes as opposed to just typing happy birthday? There are people who sure. get there are people who get the you know special people the office space one that's like you know if you could just have a happy birthday that'd be great. great. <laughs> and the uh, the picture, sorry we ran the out picture of, of Morgan, we ran out of cake the, the when picture, we got to you right the picture yeah. of Mor- the picture of Morgan Freeman that says happy birthday and you're reading this in my voice. <laughs> it was at that point that Greg realized that it was his birthday, but it was not happy. <laughs> Uh, no, this says, uh, Michael, all friendships are unique, but some are simply special. Here's a look at some of the memories you and Craig have shared together since becoming friends on Facebook nine years ago today. Your friendversary. Oh, good. Are you going to post it? Is it like a little booklet, a little, little slideshow? Post it. Post it. Post it. No. Are you going to post it? Post it for me. You want me to post, post it? it? Yeah, please post oh, it. Okay. I, want to, I want to tell everybody about my friendship with you. Post it. Well, you know post what? it. Will you post <laughs> it? Can you post it, please? I'm a great friend. You love me. Post it. It's gone. <laughs> yeah, I can't find it now. 
You're I, lying. No, no, no. I was reading that because <laughs> I know Facebook. Why I, do you? I took a screenshot, and that's what I was reading. Facebook was the, friendship was over. The, <laughs> worst Facebook friend ever. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I'm not seeing it. Hey, Ray. Mm-hmm. For the record, I don't share any of that crap when it comes up. I rarely share one of the, you know, blast, yeah, blast from the past photos once in a great while. Yep. Yep, me too. But I have uh, I, I kind of fell into a Facebook hole for a while where it's like I, I just I spent just an inordinate <laughs> amount of time playing around on Facebook and, you know, liking people's posts and and responding to people's posts and like people I don't even freaking know other than through Facebook, you know, and some Facebook groups I belong to. And it was like one day I realized, like, I mean, I wasn't doing anything but screwing around on facebook in addition to your job and taking care of your child well yeah yeah but disclaimer yes yes <laughs> so you know outside of doing the things that absolutely had to be done you know i, I was you know i wasn't doing my usual like a painting miniatures reading books you know because I, I was just i had fallen into Facebook holes and I'm constantly checking my I was constantly checking my phone. Is there a new is any more updates? Any more updates? What did somebody like my post? Did and it was all the stuff that you that you hear people complaining about, you know, Facebook about. I had and I always swore I'll never fall into that trap. And then one day I realized I had. Yeah. Like I just, you know, and I and I walked into it, op, you know, arms open. So, um I have uh I, I I went on a personal campaign to just you know I didn't even wean myself off it I just stopped using it yeah um you know so it's like I'm 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 barely on it anymore so yeah it's I tried for a while to make it like my reading material during my morning time if you know what I mean yeah yep <laughs> and even that's you know I, I'd rather. Read emails and hey, look Ray, at other things on the internet than Ray, Facebook while yep. I'm pooping. When you get when you get <laughs> this t- to everybody, everybody listening, Mike Ray, all the listeners, all my friends. You're assuming face, I'm listening face, right now, Facebook or otherwise. Okay, just keep this in mind when you get pulled into the miasma that is social media. <laughs> the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is that the good do nothing. So if you let Facebook, like you said, Ray, if you just let yourself get sucked into it without actively saying no, yeah, <laughs> then Facebook yep. forever will it dominate your destiny. <laughs> yeah. I, idle sure. hands are the devil's plaything. Yeah, all right? all that stuff. Yeah, the one the one yeah. thing Th- that... those those two idioms and three others that we can't sure. think of right now. <laughs> Email us nerdburgershow at gmail <laughs> Tell us what they were. Other other other, other idioms that tell us uh, about how. The bad things will happen because we're lazy, basically. No, you only yeah. need to email me too, because I'll think of one of them while I'm li- editing this. Um, or, no, po- the, or pooping, or pooping. The one thing that um, <laughs> that I never let myself get sucked into the one aspect of Facebook, and I'm very proud of myself for having been so vigilant with this, is the in Facebook apps that you have to like agree to allow to use your information and all that like the first time that oh, ever like happened quizzes, and it was probably and all that farmville yeah with all, all those, those games, games yeah too. yeah yeah 
And I, I'm like, wait a minute, you want to do what now with my information? And I know they're doing it anyway, but I like I'm not clicking yes, you can have my information, you random person that developed a game that works in Facebook. No, F you. You don't get that. And and I was reminded, it doesn't really happen all that often anymore because I just avoid all that crap altogether, including those quizzes. I hate that crap. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> no, um, uh, regular guest of, of the show, James, um, his wife was actually here briefly for a, a few days. And it happened to be during, like when, during her birthday, mm-hmm. but, which was a month ago. Um, and I like very, you know, I went on to wish her happy birthday on Facebook. because <laughs> She like, was here. We, well, we didn't see her until the next day. Like it just it didn't work out. I like gotcha. she was doing family stuff. With, I gotcha. Uh, I and gotcha. and and so I had to wish her happy birthday on Facebook. And um and she had put a post on Facebook about, "Hey, don't don't just wish me happy birthday or buy me a present if you're if you're the type of person that would buy me a present. Instead, donate to this worthy cause." And it was this really great worthy cause and I was going to donate in her name, but it wanted to it used uh, like some donation app through Facebook. It wouldn't take me to the internet. It it had to go through the app in Facebook that I had to not only had to give them permission to suck all of my information out of Facebook, but then it wanted to connect to my checking account. And I'm like, <laughs> no, sorry, yeah, Ann. Yeah, no. Happy birthday! <laughs> exclamation mark. See you tomorrow. <laughs> and then you give her give give her a a ten spot. When she comes over, it's like here, put this, <laughs> give this to charity. And, and if you're and listening to this, about, you can just like send me the actual link, to whatever that was, and I'll donate. <laughs> I thought about doing that for my birthday um, earlier this month. Or, well, I guess we're September now, so earlier in August, um, I thought about doing that for my birthday. But then I started looking at exactly those things. I'm like, well, I'm not going to ask my friends to do this. This is crazy. I mean, it's a neat idea, but yeah, it's it, it's it's highly invasive. Mm-hmm. You know, a uh, million dollar idea—not necessarily, but idea anyway—for uh, some some app developer out there who wants to put together a donation app that doesn't ask for that kind of crap that just lets you donate. They'll have to figure out how they're going to make money off of that. Um, but they could then advertise it when. When, you know, if you don't, you know, quote unquote, donate your birthday to a cause and ask your friends to to give a little bit of money rather than making a thing out of your birthday, um, they can use that app that says right up front, we will not ask for your information. And it just says click here to donate. And it just takes you through a couple steps and you donate. They can make a big deal out of the fact that it's not going to try okay. to siphon your information sure. out. Somebody could actually, you know market that it's an app a... and all it does is take you to an outside link in your browser yep that that's and they can... https yes and they can sell it that <laughs> nice way little lock. they can they can have that in you know in the little screen sure. on your yeah the little thing that's that you a great see idea in facebook and then all those app people out there that are just siphoning all your stuff and then selling your information off to people and that's how they make money yeah. off of their app um, well, see, I'm, I'm pretty sure that can that, go that, f themselves. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, Facebook's rules for uh, putting an app on Facebook include, include yeah. your app must siphon off people's personal information and give it to <laughs> us and or share it, and with then us. give it to us. Yeah. Well, yep, there's, share it with there's us. A, you can do what you want with it, but you also have to give it. There's to us. A, there's a lot of changes taking place at Facebook in that realm, and in a lot of other places too, with all the cybersecurity sure. issues that there have been. 
Because now, you sure. know, I have has everybody noticed in the last few weeks, last well, couple months maybe, every time you go to a website that uses cookies, they let you know. Oh, yeah. It's all part of that. They're letting you know we're, we're storing something mm-hmm. on your computer. Well, and that's the way it was for a while. And then yeah, but it, then, then it went it away for a long away. time. And so there yeah. was a proliferation of websites and all these things were happening on your computer that you didn't know about. But now they have to tell you. And you can, and you, you can, can say, tell, tell them and not you can to say, track you. No, if you want to, or right. just, or, or simply never go to that website again. If there's an right. alternative, sure. That, you know, the, vote with your, uh, vote with your click finger, as it were. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, not like that. Is that the <laughs> finger that, that goes I don't in... want to go to that website. I'm going <laughs> to go to the other one that doesn't do cookies and tracks. My click is, that, finger. is that the finger you use to navigate to click hole? <laughs> sure. Get it? No. The finger in the click hole. Sorry. Wow, no laughs at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Click hole is, is a like... website. It's like oh. a garbage website that's okay. full of nonsense. Like that's compare celebrities. Alrighty. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I see. I thought this was like some kind of joke that involved like two in the pink and two in the stink. Two and two. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Ultra shocker. <laughs> Come on. Sure, Ray. you can't figure out something to do with the thumb. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> like a bowling ball. It's just one more. <laughs> Whoa! You need three holes. Matt, stop! <laughs> in your bowling ball. You would need, you would need a three holes in your bowling ball. I like bowling. I haven't been bowling in a while. I used to we should all bowling. go bowling. We should. We should have a nerd burger bowling. Yes, <laughs> like the Nerd Burger yes. curling team that we were going to put together a few years ago, that so, never happened. I'll I'll share a little known fact about me. When I was in high school, um, like early high school, so this would have been like yeah, eighth grade and ninth grade. Um, my dad owned a bowling alley in a little town called Rockford, Michigan, and is that where they uh, kept the files? <laughs> no. Okay. This is a different Rockford. Different Rockford, yeah. Oh, that was Illinois. Uh, is that where the, the peaches were from? Lisa Lisa told us about that. That was that's yeah. the one in Illinois. The Rockford peaches. <laughs> so uh so I, and my and my dad, he was uh, uh before I was born, he was a professional bowler. And really? for, yes, and for a time after I was born, he he did some he did uh, a lot of bowling. I mean, like he he bowling was his thing. Um uh, he had like, in fact, my stepmom just kind of had to struggle to get rid of some of his trophies. Cause I mean, my dad passed away, like, uh, it's been 12 years now. Um, and, uh, you know, so she had this, all these trophies anyway. So he, he owned this bowling alley back when I was, when I was younger. So, um, and, and of course, you know, he wanted me to bowl. So I started learning how to bowl and he spent time teaching me how to bowl. And since he owned a bowling alley, I spent a great deal of time at a bowling alley. And ended up playing in um, the uh, in the Grand Rapids uh, City Tournament, um, and I finished second in doubles and third in singles. National. Wow. Uh, for the um, for the Grand Rapids City Tournament. Oh God! Did you go to state? So- I did not work. Oh, (laughs) did did it work that way? Was there then like a state tournament? I think there was. Yeah. Then you go to Um, nationals and then worlds like they do. Probably. (laughs) 
<laughs> probably something like that. But yeah, no, I didn't end up. So you were an accomplished bowler for a short time. For a short time. Yep. And then oh. I stopped. And then I stopped because, you know, well, I, you know, I was too cool. The to bowl bowling was something your dad did. It was, you know, it wasn't bowl. <clears throat> that's, when um, he, that's when he joined a band and got a girlfriend. No, that's when I started playing Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, <laughs> because that wait, was that, cool. Because no, that's, that's cool. <laughs> that's the opposite of joining joining a band and. Yeah. No, I didn't join a band until later. Um. Yeah. <laughs> these, these, these girls in school would meet Ray, and they'd be like, "He seems nice. Maybe maybe he'll ask me out. Maybe I should ask him out." And then one of the friends says he plays Dungeons and Dragons, and the girl goes, "Oh, if only he bowled." <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the, in, I bet that's how it went too. Because you know, <clears throat> I was I was playing Dungeons and Dragons way before it ever became um, the modern level of coolness that it has attained. It uh, it does pervade the pop culture nowadays, does it not? It it does. Thanks big, to big all name the... celebrities doing stuff and the Critical Role and Geek and Sundry stuff and yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there was there was a report not too long ago. Like, basically, Hasbro put out the report and said Dungeons and Dragons has had its best year in its history. Wow, was that for twenty seventeen? Um, it was. Well, I mean, I I don't know if it was specifically you know January first to December thirty first, but it was like some mark some some period marking where wherever they did it, they okay. it was because this, yeah, this, this was just a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was just a couple yeah. of years ago. It might have been the f- the previous fiscal year that they were talking about. However, they break it out. Um, but yeah, and that's, and that's, that's not, that's not the D and D game. That is D and D as a brand. Right. Which includes the board games, miniatures. It's everything. Absolutely. Anything that you can buy that has the D and D logo on it. Well, I have, uh, including, and then including, I think they probably, you know, figure in on top of it. There's all these little things about, they're talking about doing another D and D movie and they're going to probably try to do it right this time. God, Um, I hope so. They've been talking about doing that for a while now. Yeah, but it's it's like there's been rights issues, and I think some oh. of those things have started to clear up because a movie hasn't been made in a while, yeah. you know. And it's one of those things right. that you got to make you got to make a movie every so often, or you lose the rights. Yeah, Courtney Solomon or whatever his name is, the D bag that is responsible for the previous. Oh D&D my movies God. Yeah, because he was some he was just some fan of the of the game that bought the rights from TSR back when TSR was falling to pieces financially and could use the money, and they sold it for nothing. Fire sale. Um, you know, I read, yep. there's, there's a guy I know online who's, uh, he's writing, he's writing a book right now about the history of TSR and he's done like podcasts or not podcasts, but yeah, well, been on podcasts, but he's done seminars at, at conventions and recorded them and put them up as podcasts and stuff where he talks about like the, how TSR died. It is one of the most astounding things I've ever heard. <laughs> the unbelievable short sightedness and just hubris of the people that were running TSR at the time and why TSR was, you know, fell, fell to pieces financially and eventually got bought by uh, wizards of the coast. Um, or D and D got bought. Um, it's just how, ridiculous. How D&D was saved. There were, there were just <laughs> as an example, as an example, there was somebody who worked at TSR, who was one of the higher ups who told the DC comics people because D and D tried to get a comic made. And they tried to bargain and 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 set up, get up a, get a deal with DC Comics to do a D and D comic strip, comic book, mm-hmm. serial. And that sounds like it could have been a big deal. And DC didn't offer them what they wanted for the licensing. And the person at TSR said, 
TSR is going to bury DC Comics because they were so confident that they were going to put out a comic book that was going to crush Superman. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, they'll, they were figured they, they had, just, they, they, had they do it themselves. They had meetings with people where they went in and they, they started to have a meeting and the other side made an offer on something. There was a financial thing that was happening, some sort of licensing thing that was happening. The other side made an offer. The person from TSR got up and left the room, got in a cab, went back to their hotel room, changed their plane flight, and flew home. Yeah. Wow. No negotiation, no nothing. I'm just going to take my, my D&D logo and go home. Wow. Oh, it's just, it's ridiculous. And there was so it's there, story after story after story of them doing well, everything exactly wrong and being <laughs> kind giant of dicks about it. Yeah. And there's, there's, there's just stuff too, like where there's, they were, he, cause the guy that was telling these stories interviews people who worked there who were like creative people, you know, the design team. And there would be, they would come up with an idea for something to produce. And if you remember, uh, Ray, you remember the tail end of, of the TSR D&D days where there was just, they had so many different world settings and they were crunching out book, multiple books for each line. Oh my God. It was, yeah. it was just a deluge. They made no money off of any of that stuff. I'm sorry, a what? A deluge. Um, <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Because I used a word? Because <laughs> you pronounced it all Frenchy. Yeah. Anyway, they, uh, they would, they, well, this is the day of like, you didn't send things electronically. You had right. manuscripts mm-hmm. that you would yep. mail to the printer, and then they would have to get it all put together. And they would, so they would make, the, they'd have these big envelopes that would get sent out. And the, the, the design team people would, would come up with an idea. They would, they would design this whole thing. They'd play test, pre- prepare, do all this kind of stuff. They'd type up all this stuff. They'd put it in manuscript form, put it in this envelope, and then it would get put in a room with all of the other envelopes that weren't getting sent anywhere because their printer wanted their fucking money. What? Because of the, the the print deal was weird too. They didn't get they got paid. Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta link you guys to it. You gotta listen to the thing. It's it's ridiculous. There's like the, some of the guys that worked on the creative team at the time said there are whole worlds that we created that have never seen the light of day. They're sitting in a manuscript in an envelope on somebody's shelf. Wow. Wow. Or in a like a storage facility someplace. If if they even survived, <laughs> if, if, right. if they're yeah. even around anymore. But yeah, there was there was pile. He said there were stacks of things in this room. You we 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 designed this stuff and we put it in there because we just keep backlogging all the stuff until we get the line moving again. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't. So there's just piles of stuff. Well, surely somebody bought those things in the fire sale that included the rights to the movie, right? <laughs> well, no, no. It was the, the people that would have got that would have been Wizards of the Coast when they bought the D&D property. Oh, okay. Um, you know, the, the whole brand. I don't know where any of that stuff ended up. I mean, maybe Peter Atkinson just got it piled up and looked at it and was like, eh, we're just going to do our thing. Because <laughs> they, you know, Wizards took a very different approach to it. They, they own, you know, in the time since Wizards uh, slash Hasbro has owned D&D, they've only done, what, official settings? Like, six, maybe? Well, they've across, done... Across all the editions, they've done, you know, third edition saw Forgotten Realms and Greyhawk. Yep. Fourth edition saw, like, the, the generic setting and Dark Sun. Third edition also saw Eberron. Uh, it was... Uh, you know, there weren't, there uh, weren't that fourth many. Fourth edition... Fourth edi- there was a fourth edition Eberron book. Yeah, little, but they were just in, most of the time with with fourth edition and onward, they've just been like a book or two. Third yes. edition was the only yes. time there was like you know three, four, five, six books for something. Anyway, oh yeah, there's not yeah, like, there's a ton of books in this in the AD and D second edition. They had more 
they had more game line worlds in AD&D second edition than third, fourth, and fifth combined. Yeah. Eas- easily. Easily. Yes. Anyway, yep. done, done yapping about that. Mike's getting bored. Anything else before we hit the Kevin question here? I guess we'll save a raised topic for next time since we've run out of time. <laughs> and that'll give me time, <laughs> to see speaking of time, <laughs> to spend some time watching that second version of that movie. Or the, the, the second movie that is related Someday to the first we'll movie. Someday we'll return to the, Clover, and then possibly, the Cloverfield thing. Oh, That's what spoilers. we were going to talk about. Yeah. Spoiler alert! I'm not spoiler spoiling alert. Yes. anything. No, um, yes, you definitely need... I mean, they're, they're all, there's three of them, right? There's Cloverfield. Well, there's sure. 10 Cloverfield Lane, yep. and then there's the Cloverfield Paradox, which is um, a Netflix movie. Okay. So. so and, and sorry, did, Ray. Have you seen the Paradox one? Yes. Did you like it? Uh, it was okay. I mean. <laughs> okay, I, so. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't scratch my eyes out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I, well, so first of all, understand, I am very forgiving when it comes to movies in general. Um. And I imagine you kind of have to be given the amount of time, the spare time, the very, the small amount of spare time you have for movies just be, with your life. That's like, you know, I'm just going to watch something and enjoy it for what it is. Because if I get all up in arms about it, I'm just going to be cranky. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just I don't, just I don't, enjoy my time. To... He, needs, he needs that time to not exactly. look at Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I've, I've been good about that for the last several weeks. I, I mean, I, I, I did fall into a Facebook wall for a while, but I I, I clawed my way out of it so um but yeah it's it's good i mean it's it's it i don't know don't don't you don't have to say anymore we we can we can come back to it yeah we'll give mike a chance to see more than just the first movie yeah oh yeah yeah but this this today got kind of got away from us and we got to wrap her up because everybody's busy 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 kevin question yes kevin question keep this high and tight yeah this gentleman this should be this should be easy i think to, to answer 77 question. Why can't I have my laptop on my lap for takeoff and landing, but the lady next to me can have her child on her lap? Shouldn't the baby be stowed until we reach a safe cruising altitude? <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, you just you put the baby in the overhead compartment, right? Create that baby. But you have to make sure to put it in head first not sideways doesn't really make a difference because things will shift during flight <laughs> please Care, pl- careful opening that upon, after your, we land the your, baby might fall out the baby may have shifted on during flight <laughs> you know there's a very simple solution to the, the the things shifting in flight and falling out of overhead bins all they've got to do is put like a little cargo netting that that's on that's on like little rails or velcros or something they, but they could put like a cargo netting insert into those overhead bins so that when you open up the door that anything that shifted is going to be held in place by the cargo netting until the cargo netting is unsnapped you yeah have, you have way too much confidence in humanity ray that's just one more it's to it, use that and put that in there correctly and not you know tear it up and damage it and to, right put it make sure that it's in the well, right he's place it needs when you close like it up. in a frame that's like it's like a yeah. it's like the screen door inside the storm door yes right exactly i understand yes. what you're talking about yeah. i'm saying there are going to be people on that plane that aren't going to know how to do that thing and they're going to sit there and dick around with yeah. it for how long it's going to delay everybody getting off the ground right, right. plus your your round trip ticket that's because already four hundred dollars is yeah. going to be six hundred dollars yeah, to pay the, for, for that netting. <laughs> yeah right um, to, to address Kevin's question, um, 
I think it's because in general, they don't want loose things that can get, you know, flung around. Should there be any turbulence and flying up and down and that, you know, the plane's going to be at a little bit of an angle at times and all that sort of thing. And they don't want they you know, uh, when it's in the, 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 um, what am I looking for? The, the, when they're, when they're climbing or, or dropping, they want that all, they want everything kind of stowed and put away and everything, but they, they can't bring themselves yet, yet, mind you, to telling you that you have to like strap your baby into a baby Bjorn or put them in a hammock that, holds them tight to the underside of the compartment above you by the, by the reading light or, you know, whatever it takes to, right. To lock that baby down well, you know, because I've, I've human got, life I've, is important and stuff and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I've never, it's I've coming. never understood. I've never understood why, um, you know, we're required to have car seats for our kids. Right. Right. And so why, do you not have to have your car seat if you're transporting your child? I mean, the the airplane seats have seat belts. Why are you not required to take your car seat, put it on the airplane, and strap your kid into the car seat? The, strap the car seat to the airplane. The day that the the, the the airplanes start requiring that parents lug car seats on board the plane is the day I stop flying anywhere. Because <laughs> there are already enough things that are getting in the way of you know getting to and from place on a stinking airplane that cost too much. And isn't you remember I've seen the meme. Have you ever has everybody seen the meme of like it's a shot of like people flying on a plane in the fifties and they're getting they've got oh, like all in real s- silverware. Oh sure, and, and goblets. they're all dressed up. They're all dressed up and there's and... there's a guy like carving a roast. Sure, like in, standing a in the chef's aisle, hat standing yeah. in the aisle, carving a roast, and it says, "Gee, I wonder, I wonder how spectacular air travel will be in fifty years." <laughs> <laughs> and then the photo below that, of course, is like, you know, some dude crammed in between two fat people. <laughs> the, the, the cattle car of uh, yep. your, uh, your, your no seat assignment yeah. discount airline of your choice. Because I guess there's multiple ones of those now. Yeah. I'm, oh. I'm flying one a little later this year. I'm taking Spirit to Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you know how you... Gonna uh, get on that pipe cleaner. You know how you you know how you get all of the the people's uh, babies to fit in the overhead compartment? Wow! With a blender. Oh, dead baby joke. What's the difference between a baby and an onion? Oh. No one cries when you chop up the baby. <laughs> What's the difference between a dead baby and a watermelon? One is fun to hit with a sledgehammer. The other one's a watermelon. Okay, I, I missed. <laughs> Oh, I love dead baby jokes. Jeez. Look them up, kids. They're on the internet. <laughs> back, at, back in my day, we heard those. We shared them on the playground, along with the dirty words that we learned in third grade. <laughs> Ray, right? Right. Yes, sure. Ray, thank you for joining us. Are we done? I think, right? <laughs> I'm done. Okay. <laughs> what, wait, ooh, ooh, what's the difference between a baby and an onion? Oh, you Just ask that. Uh, no one cries when you tie the, uh, 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 the onion to your belt. Oh, that's a Grandpa Simpson joke. Right? Well, that's, I was using that's that voice. Nice, that's a nice yeah. melding <laughs> of Grandpa Simpson joke. That baby joke. Old man yells at cloud. Right? That's Grandpa Simpson, isn't it? Yeah, it's a picture of him going, <laughs> with his fist up in the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we're anyway, done? Anyway, yes. Ray, Ray, thank you. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Jeez.
Um, Mike, where's Ke- oh, oh, Kevin, yes. Yes, they should be required to put their baby in some kind of compartment and stow it. A pet carrier. <laughs> in cargo. Crate that baby before takeoff. I still insist that first class, no, no, no minors. Nobody under the age of 18 is allowed to fly in first class. <laughs> Damn it. Also, I want a hard wall and door between first class and the rest of the plebeians. Yes, soundproof. <laughs> and uh, and if somebody from the back of the plane pokes their head in there, we're allowed to punch them. Like if you get the seat at the back of first class, which is like going to be the mm-hmm. last first class sure. yeah, yeah. person to get off the plane, yeah, you get to monitor that door. I'll, I'll do you one better. You get to operate the lever that uh, triggers the guillotine. No, come on. That comes down from above. Well, see, then they're going to have to stow the head in the compartment, overhead compartment. (laughs) It's going to be all slick. No, there's going to be a trap door directly underneath. Okay, whatever you say, Mr. Burns. Where can they find us? The plane poops the head, the uh, decapitated heads out with the blue water. Okay. (laughs) Where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com with your suggestions for those three other things we were asking about and <laughs> and you can go to nerdburgergames.com for game stuff and drive through rpg.com to purchase mergers and acquisitions yeah On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig post photos of what they look like now, five and a half years into the podcast, to show how they've aged to start looking exactly alike. Just oh, like, no. Just like Corey Feldman and the Skrillex. Skrillex. <laughs> Ooh, Corey Feldman and the Skrillex. New band name, I called it. <laughs> <laughs>